Good morning, Grace Vineyard, and all who are watching this on our YouTube channel or listening to it on the podcast. Today, we conclude the three-part mini-series on the Roadmap to Salvation, looking at the signposts along the way as Jesus journeys from Galilee to Jerusalem in preparation for the Passover and His crucifixion. The first of the two signposts that we saw in week one was we need to have childlike faith, childlike belief, and childlike trust. Children trust their parents totally. Can we trust Father God in the same way? The second signpost was total surrender. Are we willing to give up everything to follow Jesus? The challenge he put to the rich young man. Last week, we saw signposts 3, 4, and 5 along the way. Signpost 3 was a complex one of forgiveness, with four signs on one post. We lose to gain, we lay down to take up, we give away to receive, and we surrender to conquer. These are all contrary to what the world tells us to do. But then this is the upside-down kingdom of God. Signpost 4 was living a sacrificial life. Living to make it possible for others to come and drink from the cup of redemption too. And signpost 5 was servant leadership. Being the tip of the arrowhead to open the way for others to follow and grow. Leadership in the kingdom of God is about serving and not about being served. Today's portion of scripture is only seven verses long. But there is so much in these seven verses. Let's read the verses and then look at the signposts we find within them. Mark chapter 10 verses 46 to 52. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. What I love about Jesus is that even though he is on a mission to get to Jerusalem, he's never too, in too much of a hurry to stop and engage with people, especially those in need. He's just leaving Jericho, the first city across the Jordan River. And he's already had a number of encounters with a number of different people. But not once did he say he was too busy to stop. The disciples tried to keep the children away from Jesus, but he stopped the disciples. Once more, he's on the move. With his disciples and a large crowd, when he has this encounter with Bartimaeus, who is blind. So was unable to see Jesus, but he heard that it was Jesus. 
The sixth signpost along the roadmap to salvation is spiritual blindness. This is a warning sign more than a directional sign. Are we aware of the spiritually blind living among us? Those that do not know Jesus as Lord and Savior, they are spiritually blind. How do we help them overcome their blindness? Telling them that they are spiritually blind does not help them. Shining a light on their sin in their lives does not help them either. Because they are blind and cannot see. Telling people that they are sinners does not help them. Mostly because they don't believe in sin anymore. Sin no longer exists in the eyes of the world. We all live in our own truth. So what is sin for me is not necessarily sin for them. Take a look at living together. When I was a child in South Africa in the 60s, it was called living in sin. Today they are cohabiting with their partner. Shining a spotlight on their sin doesn't help them because they are spiritually blind and don't even know it. What got the attention of Bartimaeus? He heard that it was Jesus. The blind need to hear about Jesus. They don't need to hear about their sin, but about Jesus. Don't just tell them about the Jesus in the Bible. Many people have a problem in believing the Bible. But rather, tell them about Jesus in your own life. What he has done for you recently. Or, if need be, tell a friend's story if you don't have one of your own. Talking about Jesus, what he means to you and what he has done or is doing in your life, that is the Jesus that will get their attention. Ellie Mumford, who along with her husband John, used to be the national directors of Vineyard UK and Ireland, would speak about gossiping the gospel with her neighbours and friends, sharing stories of what Jesus was doing in her life or in the life of others that she knew. We all need to be gossiping the gospel with our neighbours, with those we encounter at work, in the shops or on the streets, as well as those that we are reaching out to and those who are on our prayer lists. Don't be afraid to offer to pray for people when they tell you about a problem or concern that they have in their life. If you ask them and they say yes, then do it there and then. Most times it will surprise them as they would be expecting you to pray for them when you are at home or in church. By doing it there and then, as long as it's appropriate to do so, demonstrates your belief in the power of prayer to that person. Keep the prayers relatively short and try not to use Christianese language in your prayer. Keep it simple, use plain language and try to keep it short. If they say no, you've lost nothing. But then pray for them in your regular prayer time and wait and see what happens. Gossip the gospel at every opportunity. Romans 10 verse 17 says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. The spiritually blind need to hear about God and what he is doing in our lives before they, be, they can begin to see the difference he can make in their lives. In this upside down world of the kingdom of God, people need to hear 
to overcome their spiritual blindness. The seventh signpost along the roadmap to salvation is opposition. Again, a warning sign and not a directional sign. When you are gossiping the gospel to people, you will always encounter opposition. Have you ever been in a situation where you are having a really deep and meaningful conversation with someone about the Lord and what He has been doing in your life? You can see that it is having an impact on the person when suddenly you are interrupted. The devil doesn't like it when we are sharing the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, and will try to disrupt and bring opposition against you however he can do it. When we are regularly sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, we will often encounter opposition. We know that and need to be prepared for it and not intimidated by it. But for the person who is being drawn to God and his kingdom, there will be even more opposition. Bartimaeus was rebuked and told to be quiet by those closest to him. And it is so often those who are closest to the person who will bring the strongest opposition. Especially if they don't know Jesus as Lord and Saviour. Expect opposition if you are sharing the gospel to those who don't know Jesus. Expect even more opposition if you know that it is you who are being drawn to the kingdom of God. This leads us to the eighth signpost along the roadmap to salvation. Perseverance. Bartimaeus did not stop shouting. In fact, he shouted all the more. If Bartimaeus had heeded the rebuke of the people around him, he would have died a blind man. He knew he was a blind beggar and would not be put off by the opposition of the crowd. He persevered and overcame the opposition he was encountering. He shouted all the more until he got a response from Jesus. When we are walking alongside someone on the, on the road to salvation, we must not be discouraged by opposition, but persevere until we have a breakthrough. We don't know how long that is going to take, but if we do not persevere and give up on those we are trying to reach with the gospel of Jesus Christ, we might just be condemning them to an eternity in hell. We have to understand that the person we are walking alongside on the roadmap to salvation is walking their own unique journey and they might be just one turn away from coming to the foot of the cross and surrendering their lives to Jesus Christ. If you give up on them, there might not be another person to come alongside them and walk with them around that last turn and they will be lost in hell for all eternity. Jesus never gave up on anybody and never will. So we need to persevere in doing all that God has called us to do as we reach out to those who do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. When Jesus called Bartimaeus, the crowd that were initially the opposition became the cheerleaders and encouraged him to get to his feet and make his way to Jesus. When people hear, hear Jesus' call, 
They are no longer in opposition, but in support of what Jesus is doing. People's hearts change when they hear the call of Jesus. This takes us to the last signpost. The ninth signpost along the roadmap to salvation is identity. Up to this point, Bartimaeus identified as a blind beggar. But what did he do when Jesus called him? Bartimaeus threw aside his cloak, and for a very good reason. The cloak that Bartimaeus threw aside was a cloak that was worn by blind people to make them recognizable as blind, much like the blind using a white cane or a guide dog today. It was something that identified him as a blind man. That that was why Jesus had to ask him what he wanted, because he was no longer wearing his blind man's coat. He had thrown it off in an act of faith. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. When Jesus set him free from the darkness of his blindness, he set him free from his old identity and gave him a new one. He was no longer Bartimaeus the blind beggar, but Bartimaeus the follower of Jesus Christ. We have to decide to throw aside and get rid of the things that hinder us and keep us in spiritual blindness and live in the fullness of our new identity. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All the signposts along the roadmap to salvation point us to the destination God set for us, the cross. It is at the foot of the cross of Jesus Christ that we find our salvation. There is no other way to salvation but to come to the foot of the cross where Jesus gave his life for you and for me and repent of our sins. We confess our sins and lay them at the foot of the cross, the cross on which Jesus paid the price for them. We ask for and receive forgiveness for our sins at the foot of the cross. When we rise from the foot of the cross, we rise as new new creations and walk into the new life in Christ that God has been drawing us to as we've walked this road with Jesus and his disciples. If you have never come to the foot of the cross and acknowledged that you are a sinner who needs to confess your sins to Jesus Christ, to receive the forgiveness of your sins, and to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to do that now. Will you pray with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I come to the foot of the cross and confess that I am a sinner who has sinned against you and others. I ask you, Jesus Christ, for forgiveness for all my sins. I ask you, Jesus Christ, to be my Lord and Savior from this moment on. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to fill me and to take control of my my life. From this moment on, I surrender my all to you, Father God, and thank you for making this possible through the life, death, and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ.
Amen. If you just prayed this prayer, please do let us know so that we can come alongside you and help you in your new life in Jesus Christ. Details of how to get in touch with us are at the end of the video. Let us pray. Father God, I just thank you that as we've walked this road, as we've looked at the roadmap to salvation, you've shown us these signposts and that they are leading us to Jesus, to the cross on which he died for me and for everyone in this world. My prayer now, Father, is that people would hear the good news of Jesus Christ through us who know you, that we will be willing to set aside the struggles and the problems that we might have in sharing the good news, for us to gossip the gospel amongst those that we are encountering every day. Give us wisdom and understanding, Holy Spirit. Give us courage and boldness to step out and be your witnesses into this dying world. Father God, thank you that you have made this all possible by sending your Son, Jesus, to come and live amongst us, to show us what full life is all about. That he was willing to go to the cross and take our sins upon him. That we could come and confess our sins at the foot of the cross and receive the forgiveness that you have given to us, that Jesus made possible through his death and his resurrection, conquering sin, conquering death, and setting us free to live the new life you have for us. Father, I pray for those who have prayed this prayer and asked you to come and be their Lord and Savior for the first time. I pray that they will be in touch with us or get in touch with a friend who they know is a believer and have someone walk alongside them as they become the disciple that you want them to be. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen.